This episode is brought to you by Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. I lived overseas for many years, and one of the biggest bottlenecks to international living is money transfers. You want to withdraw money from an ATM to access funds from your American bank account, and you don't realize you're getting hit with a $10 charge every single time you do that. Yeah, that did happen to me. So if you're dining in dollars or want to do business in bot, what a Wise account does is let you send, spend, and receive money in different currencies. Wise is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. This goes from a night out at a tapas bar in Spain to buying a property in the Yucatan. So if you're a digital nomad in Bali or want to send money back to mom, it's simple. And this is all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Wise works in over 160 countries, so your money's always at your fingertips. And over half of the transfers get their destination in less time than it takes to listen to this ad. Join 16 million customers and learn how a Wise account can work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com unplugged. That's wise.com unplugged. One more time, wise.com unplugged. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the History Unplugged podcast, the unscripted show that celebrates unsung heroes, myth busts historical lies, and rediscovers the forgotten stories that changed our world. I'm your host, Scott Rank. Hello, everyone. Today's question is this, and it's about the age of discovery and the invasion of the new world. The question is, were the Spanish conquistadors as deadly, destructive, and violent as the Aztecs? This is a big debate on whether the New World conquerors of the Spanish in their domination of the Aztecs and other indigenous people in the New World were in fact not more violent than the Aztecs, even though the Aztecs were notorious for human sacrifice. Let me give you a few examples of comments I saw online on the site Quora about this exact question who, let's say, defend the Aztecs. One person says, the Aztec death cold of human sacrifice and wearing human skin suits to keep the sun rising wasn't able to match the sheer death toll caused by the Spanish. The Aztecs went to war with the aim of capturing live prisoners to later sacrifice them, but less deadly than the Eurasian practice of killing people on the battlefield so you can go ravage the unarmed civilian population. Now, there can be a lot of opinion injected into this question, but I think a stronger argument could be made that the Aztecs were more violent than the Spanish due to the number of other indigenous groups who fought alongside the Spanish in order to defeat them. And I should note here that the Aztecs aren't really set apart for their brutality. There were a lot of ancient Near Eastern groups like the Assyrians or the Carthaginians that also practiced human sacrifice and would gladly kill their victims and torture them if captured on the battlefield. Well, this period, human sacrifice was a regular and accepted part of Mesoamerican religion. There was a belief that the blood of living things contained a life force, and the word is related to the word heat, and the gods themselves needed regular offerings of this life force to perform their functions of making the crops grow, the rainfall, and the sun come up each morning. Frequently, pious people jab themselves with thorns to bleed a small offering of this life force. But sometimes, in cases of famine or in cases of a solar eclipse, it was thought that the gods needed more than this. They needed 
the still-beating heart of a live victim from their chest. And sometimes the priests would place a drinking straw in the blood-filled hole in the victim's chest so the gods can symbolically drink from it. This idea of the gods as not being moral but powerful goes to a lot of different polytheistic groups in history. The ancient Greeks, the pre-Islamic Arabian tribes who had different idols in Mecca, the Norse Vikings who would worship Odin and Freya, and others thought of their gods as representing elements of nature who needed to be appeased. And that could be done in the forms of tribute, could be done in the forms of sacrifice, and in other cases, human sacrifice. So here are some other aspects of the Aztec ritual calendar. There were 18 months of 20 days each, and each month would be marked by a different human sacrifice. Sometimes it was many victims at once, sometimes it was a single victim, but most sacrifices followed the standard pattern. The victim's heart was removed, then their body butchered, with parts of it put on display, and other parts eaten by the priests and nobles. Sometimes children were sacrificed to ask for rain in the spring to help the crops grow. Sometimes a captive was dressed up as a clan's patron deity. Then the victim would be sacrificed, and their skin would be peeled off in one piece and worn as a cloak by selected nobles or priests. Now, different tribes had different levels of brutality. And the Aztecs, which were the triple alliance of Tenochtitlan, Texcoco, and Tiacopan, were particularly feared. When the Spanish showed up in the 1500s, their empire wasn't even 100 years old, but they were already a disaster to other Mesoamerican tribes. Other Mesoamerican people, such as the Mixtecs and the Tarascans, also practiced human sacrifice, but they did it in nowhere near the level of the Aztecs. The Aztecs didn't mind religious cannibalism and slavery. They conquered neighboring tribes and forced them to pay tribute in the form of food, various goods, and victims for sacrifice. And if you rebelled, you were punished even worse. This empire was expanding to the southeast when the Spanish conquistadors arrived in 1519. And in the eyes of many Mesoamerican tribes, they were viewed as the lesser of two evils. This is why the Spanish were able to conquer with such a small force of Hernan Cortes's by not only fighting alongside Mesoamericans, but also interfering into their politics and pitting them against one another. Moreover, the Aztec Empire used mass human sacrifice as a tool of religion, but also propaganda and even terrorism. Warriors of conquered cities were sacrificed in large numbers, and then those cities would be ordered to provide additional captives for sacrifice every year as tribute. And Aztec vassal rulers were invited to witness these ceremonies to overawe them and show the futility of fighting the Triple Alliance. Diego Duran, who wrote The History of the Indies of New Spain in 1581, wrote, The lords and principals who were called to the feast and sacrifice were horrified beside themselves on seeing the killing and sacrificing of so many men, so terrified they dare not speak. When the great temple in Tetnochtitlan was dedicated in 1487, according to contemporary accounts, 80,000 people were sacrificed in a single ceremony. But other accounts argue that the number could be as low as 20,000 or even 4,000. Now, that does not absolve Cortes of all the brutality. When he successfully conquered the Aztec Empire, Aztec leaders and priests were executed, and the Spanish conquest in Mexico led to the death of millions although far more died of disease, of smallpox and other illnesses against which the Mesoamericans had no natural immunity. And some Aztec apologists might say that the sacrifices aren't as many as stated, but actually many people volunteered for this. However, archaeological ruins and accounts by the Spanish themselves, and even people like Bartolomé de las Casas, who tried to fight for the rights of indigenous Americans, really had no love loss for the Aztecs and commented on their brutality. 
So anyway, there I stand. I am not a fan of Aztec human sacrifice. Well, thank you so much for the question. If any of you would like to submit one, you can do so by going to historyunpluggedpodcast.com. There you will find instructions on how to submit a question, whether in an email to me or by leaving a voicemail. And I look forward to answering anything that you throw at me. Thanks for listening to the History Unplugged podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get your daily dose of all things history related from ancient Greece to the Cold War. You can do that by going to historyonthenet.com forward slash subscribe. Speaking of history on the net, if you want to dive deeper, go to our site historyonthenet.com and there you'll find blog posts, book reviews, and all of our other podcast episodes. Plus, don't forget to rate and review this podcast so we can bring you the best daily history content possible. We'll see you next time at the History Unplugged podcast. They were some of the most powerful men who've ever lived. They've waged war, forged peace, and altered the fates of billions of people. And yet, they were just as human, just as flawed as you and me. They were the presidents of the United States, and they are the subjects of the history podcast, This American President. In each episode of This American President, we explore how flawed men have managed this awesome responsibility. To listen now, go to ParthenonPodcast.com or search This American President on your favorite podcast platform.